What's up, podcast? Hope everyone is doing well. Uh, in this episode, we have a a new series that we're that we're putting on the podcast called "Behind the Doctor's Note." Uh, in this first one, we're putting up is uh, is behind the doctor's note the aging face. Uh, we're going to have uh, co-host Jenny Rogers and Andy Rogers. Um, if you don't know, that is my mother and my brother. Uh, they will be talking about the aging face and all therapy. Uh, my mom, in fact, has actually done the all therapy treatment, so you'll get kind of a uh, a unique perspective from her. So it's it's a cool episode. I hope you guys will will get a ton out of it, Andy. Talks a lot about the aging face and, and things that you guys can do. Uh, so without further ado, here is Behind the Doctor's Note, The Aging Face. Am I introducing you? Yeah, you're introducing <laughs> I'm not the host, like I... We're co-hosts. Yeah, okay. so we're just here we are. Here we are, behind the Are you ready? Yes. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the new Behind the Doctor's Note. As you'll <laughs> notice, it's not just me here. Oh, it is so not just him. Who knows where I came from, <laughs> but now you know. <laughs> I am where he came from. Yes, yes, right here in this room. <laughs> Welcome to Behind the Doctor's Notes. So we're trying out something new to where we have more than one person hosting this. Mom was behind the camera uh, whenever we were doing the previous Behind the Doctor's Notes, and I thought, why be behind the camera when you can be in front of the camera? <laughs> so it's not behind the doctor's note it's in front of the camera. <laughs> so it's just nice to have another opinion to where you kind of have Dr. Rogers' son and Dr. Rogers' wife, and our take on what he puts out every week about your health, which I really love these doctor's notes, and I'm sure that you love them too, but it's also helpful to understand that not everybody speaks in medical terms. So the job of a practitioner, no matter what role you're in, is to be able to explain to a patient what it is they need to be doing and why. I think the what, when, where, high, uh, what, when, where, how. how, and why. And why. What, when, where, how, and why of medicine, of diagnosis, and treatment is so important. Uh, so that's going to be our goal with bringing mom onto the podcast into this um, YouTube show. Yeah. We're going to co-host it. So we're going to have a, a millennial new practitioner, mid-level practitioner uh, view of what the doctor has to say, and also what the doctor's wife has to say. This is just basically going to be the spinoff of The Good Wife. <laughs> well, no, it's just, I think it's really good because I think being a non-medical, where is mine? <laughs> <laughs> this is five we, we need this. somewhere. We need this. We need it. Uh, <laughs> uh, but it is, I think it's very important for uh just for us to be a community and for me to get a chance to uh, kind of say what it's like to not be medical and to read his notes and go, oh man, I have a question. And uh, you guys may never really know what that is. So I think we can just kind of discuss it. We get to discuss. Call this our round table. Call this, this our round, wine table. This is this such is a, a round table. This is a Catholic and Hoda show. <laughs> so, yes. But I have no wine. You don't, and okay. it's also not 10 o'clock in the morning. So. No, it's way after five. 
So there's a sorry. Which back and your time over here. Yes. That's okay because I love that. We fix typhoses. Yes. I love that. Yeah, we're proud. We're so proud. Well, let's talk about let's talk about all therapy. All therapy. All everybody's all therapy comes from ultrasound. All therapy. Ultrasound therapy. All therapy. And and I was really excited when when Tom actually came home and he says, I'm going to bite the bullet. I'm going to buy the machine. Mm -hmm. And at that time, I I honestly, I had no idea what all therapy was. Um, I didn't know what laser treatments were. But I do know as being a doctor's wife is that whatever there is that's new, I was going to be the guinea pig and actually yes. uh, getting it done. So, And I'm also really fine with that because uh, I really want to know what is happening here at performance medicine so that I can go tell my friends and also uh, just experience what's new in integrative medicine, which I've been really excited uh, since retiring from teaching, just to get into what is integrative anti-aging medicine. And you know, we are you know, considered the experts in this area in that. So I was excited to kind of come in and, um, and get a firsthand view of what you guys do. So I read the note. Did you read the note? I read the note. And you so did not read the note. I skimmed the note. It's so hard for me. I'm, I'm just lying. I'm just. I, I'm I skimmed just it. It's fine. I did skim the note, and and I actually I'm very passionate about one portion of this note. Um, I do think all therapy is good. Mom got an all therapy treatment. I don't know if you can tell, but her face is high and tight. <laughs> That's what we like to keep our bodies. Our bodies seem to be high and tight. Okay, but and so her face is high and but tight. But you know, I mean, this is. This is so soon after my treatment. Like, this is so soon. We just, yes. Yeah, we just got the old therapy machine around, uh, I guess, uh, two two and a half months ago. Yep. So, yep, and then year. Kelly, you know, his sister, my daughter, um, she's the one who ha was trained, and you were in on the training. So I'm excited I was about in on that. The training too. And yes. uh, and that was when you were in when when your dad was on the table getting his own mm -hmm. therapy. And I did some of his too, yeah. And Kelly and I did it together. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I think just, can we start, let's go from the end, let's go from where we are and then we'll go back to the you know, aging phase. I have a couple of questions sure. I want to ask about you. But as far as you watching your dad do that, did what did you know? What was your first reaction when he was like having that ultrasound on his face? I I think it's cool. On the ultrasound machine, an ultrasound machine um, uh, allows you to visualize what's underneath the skin. That's what it is. So they call it ultrasound technology because you're able to visualize and then you're able to do something. So what we do is when we get this ultrasound machine to the face, you see the layers of the face. Um, whenever we're in training in Whatever sort of practitioner school you're in, PA, MP, MD, DO, you practice with ultrasound machines in different parts of the body. Usually abdominal ultrasound is kind of the nice way. It's the fast exam in emergency medicine. But it's noticing the layers and the depths at 1 millimeter, 3 millimeters, and 4.5 millimeters, you're seeing all the layers of the skin of the tissue. You can see where collagen is made in the SMAS. So I thought that was interesting. I wasn't... I, it was just, it's fun for me to visualize because I'm kind of nerdy that way. So we get to visualize the different depths of how your face changes from going up to the forehead where where bone is much closer to the skin versus here right in the cheek in the mallard area where there's not a lot of bone close. Mm -hmm. So it just, it was really cool. Yeah, uh, well what 
I kind of want to share with, with them, uh, just with our audience, and I consider all of us in this round table together, but uh, when I went in there, I didn't know whether or not I was doing like, is it just the whole face? Like, I just laid there and was, okay, what are you going to do? And actually, um, it was pieces of the face. Like, when they were doing your dad's, they were doing the lower face, mm -hmm. which was right here and in the chin area. Mm -hmm. And then um, on your aunt, on Aunt Lisa, they did the upper mm -hmm. face, which is above the brow area. Mm -hmm. And then um, when I came in there, they were, they were training on definitely the lower face again with me and the chin. And I have not had the neck. Please do not look at my neck, please. Do not. Do not do look not at my neck. neck. <laughs> you may not be looking at the neck, but the neck is looking at you. <laughs> Do not look at my neck right now. Okay, I'm just kidding. No, but I did, after I had the lower, the, in fact, we'll show on, on behind us, you're probably looking at this now because I can put my face behind us, which is going to be kind of freaky when we redo this, but our, my face could be right there. And, uh, but they did the lower face, which is literally from just these. Good. God. <laughs> <laughs> the lower face. And then about after eight weeks or five weeks is when they took my picture. And literally the lift that the side of those jaws, because mm -hmm. I have kind of really saggy skin, which we'll talk about the aging skin, mm -hmm. and um, which never really bothered me until in the 60s and I'm 62 and it was like really a couple of years ago it just started really hanging down and and what that makes you feel like and you have no idea what that makes you I don't I'm frozen in time I can barely show emotion and expression right now I am saying the way I felt when I turned 60 with those things just hanging down yeah, oh, yeah. it's like all of a sudden we didn't know that mom had a chin or a job there, there it was. There it was after all, all these years. Stuff. Yes. And, but it did. No, we're we're being silly. I'm saying it did have a, an effect on the way you feel. You feel droopy. You feel um, just kind of like you you actually are getting older. And uh, again, that's not a bad thing. But I love the way your dad says. It's like it's really not your lifespan that you can control, but that feeling of your health span, the feeling of how healthy your face can feel, and uh, gives you a lift in everything. Even even in the coronavirus time, you know, you feel when you get up in the morning and you feel young, or you feel like your face is is just kind of the way it used to be. It's never going to be totally back and uh, and as tight as it was when you were in your 20s, but it, it did feel like a lift. So after about five or six weeks, I, I'm not kidding, it felt fuller. So I was really pumped. And uh, and then Tom got, I guess your dad did a little bit more, am mm -hmm. I right? He did, mm -hmm. he did, he did the, the lower chin and kind of the upper neck. Yeah, yes. and I was amazed at his results. There's, for full face, for full treatment, it's face, neck, and deck. That's what they call it. Face, neck, deck. Face, neck, and decolletage. So all that is prone to the aging process. And by the aging process, we mean basically mean loss of collagen. So that's where the sag comes in. Collagen, high and tight. No collagen, loosey-goosey. So we got a little loosey-goosey because we lost collagen, which is normal. It starts in your 20s, honestly, yeah. is when you have that chemical change and start losing collagen. I believe this is wrong with this fact. I think it's 1% per year after a certain decade. But I need, I'll double-check on that. Maybe we'll put it. I need a fact here. But anyways, uh, you start losing collagen, and what ultrasound technology does with old therapy is 
creates trauma, which sounds bad, but it's delivers, uh, it, it delivers, um, uh, a shark, it delivers heat, um, and it, through ultrasound, it delivers heat to create trauma at different layers under the dermis, uh, and within the dermis so that your body comes in with fighter cells and stimulates more collagen regrowth. So it's not like you're getting whipped on the face. So I don't want you to think trauma is in like punched in the face, but trauma is through the mechanism of ultrasound. Um, to stimulate collagen growth so that we're going back in time that way. And they literally call it a non-invasive facelift. So there's no cutting, uh, there's no burning on the top of the skin, it goes under the skin. So you think beauty is only skin deep, and it's not in more ways than one. Yet there's so many layers to the skin and going above the musculature layer to the smas, where a lot of collagen is built and regrowth. So it's almost like uh, you're stepping an envelope. Mm -hmm. Yes. And actually, they were doing it in they call it lines, and that was kind of weird for me. It was like there's so many lines that you have mm -hmm. in, a, in a certain area that you do the ultrasound um, kind of... Uh, you map the face out. You're missing all the nerves. Um, mm -hmm. You're not going and hitting on top of bone. Uh, so you use different lines. Um, big, uh, well, A, that's just how big the ultrasound machine is. The ultrasound machine is a set. line, yeah. Deliver a line, and then you yeah. move up, and yeah. you hit certain areas along the upper face, lower face, neck. And so when, and I will say, like, it was like, I think you have 600 lines that you can do from here around, and, and uh, it, it does get intense because they do one pass, and then they'll go back and do a pass again on those lines. And Usually at a different depth. Yeah, so you're right. a little different bit more, depths. Yeah, a little bit more zap, if you want to call it. You know, a little bit more pressure. We call it stimulating, or uh, sealing the envelope. And so you go under, above, wow, wow. seal. Yeah. So the second time, uh, what Kelly did was she said, okay, we've done this part. Is Let's do a brow lift. And, then, so and not I, for a second time over the same area. Different area. This yeah. is a one and done. This is a one and done for five years. This, right. This is not like you have to come and get your jawline done again in two weeks or your jawline done Correct. again in six months. That is a procedure that lasts up for up to five years. Yeah. And uh, but she had only done this part, so she said, "Let's do a brow lift and 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 add that." And um, again, that's what that doesn't really take. It does. Well, actually, actually, does it take the place of Botox? Is that what I did? So. But, so Yes and no. Botox, Botox is a is a toxin. It, it is basically stopping movement of a muscle. So it's it's not getting rid of fine lines and wrinkles because it's not putting anything into the top layer of your skin. That's why I like, and this is going back into your face as a journey. <laughs> This is a journey. I know your face is a journey. That is such a mama. Did you write this page? <laughs> I so wrote that. Your face, face is a journey. Your face is a journey. And your face is so a journey. And listen, I don't know where you are in your life and your journey, but I can barely recognize you after this all therapy. So I, I went back in my journey. I think you went back in your journey. I was like, I, I like, I was way over here past you, the fifties. You into took the 60s. a sharp U turn and went straight back down to the nineteen seventies. <laughs> I I tried. You did. Your face looks amazing. I can. I, I literally can barely recognize you. Oh right please! Now. Andy, I can't. Give me a break. Uh, where are you? Give me a break. Sixty-two. She looks good. Okay, she looks but good. I want to your face. My brow. But you asked a question about Botox. Yes. So yeah. this is about when do we do what and why do we do yeah. these things? Ultrasound stimulating collagen. Can you get it at any age? Technically, you can start in your late twenties because that's when we're starting. Anytime that you're starting to decrease collagen, you can 
stimulate its growth. That's what it's doing. It, would I start it in my late 20s? Maybe, maybe not. It depends on how much collagen regrowth you've had or collagen loss you've had and kind of what type of sun exposure and your risk factors for having decreased elasticity in your skin. Um, but I see that it's a little bit better for your a little bit later decades because it's going below the dermis. On top, the reason we create these wrinkles is because we're moving our faces. Okay, so that's all muscle. Your face is full of muscles. The ones that we hit with a toxin like Botox, which I do think it's important to note that everybody says, oh, did you get Botox done? Botox is a brand. It's a neurotoxin that's a brand. There are four different types of toxins. There's Botox, Xeomin, Dysport, and Chaveau. So you can put a different toxin into your, into your muscles in low doses, an injection form that stops the movement. So I can't put Botox into a wrinkle and your wrinkle goes away because it's not a filler and it's not producing collagen. It stops movement. So you're gonna tell me something that tell me something that's shocking and surprising. <laughs> okay, okay. Um we're we're moving. <laughs> I am lifting my eyebrows as hard as I can right now, and you can notice that there is no movement. Okay. Um, okay, so, you use it, so it's movement. So the wrinkles are formed because of movement. So as I make this movement with my frontalis, with this, with the lateral cancel, here with the procerus and the two corrugators, we're creating movement. Botox or, Botox or a neurotoxin going into these muscles prohibits the movement, so we soften those fine lines and wrinkles. That's what a neurotoxin does. So that's what that treatment does. All therapy is going to go underneath and recreate collagen so that you're lifting the skin to where it was. You'll notice too that with fillers, we try to do fillers up here into the cheekbones so that we're creating a high line. You'll notice a lot of celebrities get fillers too, and I'm I'm okay with fillers for the right patient. But the high, the almost the wide lift is because we're trying to get we're trying to get more volume up here. So the point of the old therapy is to create more collagen in the areas where there is collagen, so that it's lifting, so it can decrease the appearance of fine lines. But notice that wrinkles and fine lines are on the top layer of the skin. So really, for full and total skin health, you're going from the very top layer, which you got an erbium treatment. Mm -hmm. You do have to have cell turnover on the top layer of the skin to get rid of fine lines and wrinkles. And you go underneath the skin to stimulate collagen regrowth, and then a neurotoxin is going to inhibit and soften lines because you're making less movement. If you're looking up into the sun, I'm not looking like this all the time. I'm looking like this. Does mm -hmm. that make sense? Mm -hmm. So I always like starting, I think if you start anything in your late 20s, you're starting with a treatment like Botox, Xeomin, Dyspor, or Javot. Starting with it so that you're not creating lines. The less lines you create earlier on, it's preventative. People laugh at preventative Botox, but it wow. is true. It is 100% wow. true. Wow. Um, I would have never thought preventative Botox. It is a it is a real thing. Don't go crazy with it, though. Yeah. This well, I think uh, this office particularly and other offices I've been to, as well outside of performance medicine, lower is better early on. You don't need a ton because you want expression. You don't want to be right, frozen right. and you don't want to drop right, brows. Right. Um, so going low dose and doing it less often. Technically, those neurotoxins are able to be uh, redone every three to four months. It's on their PIs. 
but you doing it once a year, every six months or mm -hmm. once a year on low doses just helps prevent it early on. It saves you money, but it also that's the money I would put into my skincare early on. Not, and I've done, being in the family, you'll have a needle on your face before you ask what it is. Yeah. So I've had it done and I've, I've noticed that it's been beneficial. So I, I like that for early 20s, or for, for late 20s, early 30s, for sure, when you start losing collagen growth. But old therapy is not a bad idea to do on top of that as well. If you're just, if you what have the means to do it and you want to stimulate collagen, I just notice that uh, people usually in their 40s and 50s really benefit. That's when you get a really stark. Mm -hmm. And maybe, too, you notice everybody ages differently. Look at where your parents are. I can barely recognize my parents because there's... <laughs> I was in Los Angeles. I was living in a shoebox. I had no money. So I thought, I, Kelly, I'm just, I just need something. I'm at Target real quick. What do you think? And she's like, the thing that you put on your face, that's mm -hmm. what you look at every day. Mm -hmm. Why are you not spending the most money and getting the best products that are medical grade? And why are you not doing procedures to your face that you look at? No, you don't have to not look like yourself. So it comes with this misnomer that it's such a like, oh, you work on your face. Oh, you get Botox treatments. Oh, you do all things. Like, you're just wasting. You're, you just spend so much money on it. It's the one thing you look at in the mirror is this. Mm -hmm. The things that we, we spend so much money on subscriptions to Netflix, on on your cell phone. Think about your cell phone. Uh, cell phone. Think about your car. Think about, oh, wait, can we talk about Starbucks? Starbucks. And try, and try not what to I'm talk telling you about, about how much money that you put out there, yeah. the thing that you look at every day is your face, and the thing that you put in your mouth every day is food. Why are you not buying the, getting, that is where a bulk of your money, I understand that everybody comes, there's different socioeconomic things. I'm kind of saying this is a blanket statement. Not everybody can afford an old therapy treatment every five years. That's 100% true. But if it, but starting to do things that you can do at home and being cognizant of skin health is something that I'm paying a lot of attention to. I suffer from, I say suffer, I suffer from, but I do. I have seborrheic dermatitis and eczema that I feel is exacerbated when my blood sugars are off from type 1 diabetes. So I'm always constantly battling redness and flake. And so Kelly, my sister, the esthetician, has helped me out with uh, laser therapy and with really good uh, products that are not irritating but also stimulate um, growth factors and cell turnover, especially when I'm having exacerbations. Because there's a lot of depression. I've read about seborrheic dermatitis specifically. There's a higher prevalence of depression because of it. You're constantly looking at your face and it's either in a different state of redness that you can't control that's increased and exacerbated by stress, which we're all normally under stress and not something that you can technically pick out when you're going to be stressed. Mm -hmm. It's not like, oh, I know I'm going to eat that hamburger that's going to make me feel this way. But and so, it, so skin health is very important and it's worth your time and it's worth finances. In my opinion, it's worth your finances. I like fillers to a point, but um, whenever come, people come in for aesthetic consultations, I always say that a softening of the face is good, not a harsh look, and, and not an alteration. Because I, 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 I like keeping your natural face, but just, um, but almost like it's like optimal, just the way that we treat thyroid. We want your thyroid to be at its best. We want your hormones to be at their best. We want your face to be at its best that's without fine. it being And that is a, that's a great way to put it. Just put, like, you, because you have all right. the natural stuff. That you have 
all the you have all the stuff there ready to make it your best. Exactly. It's just uh, the technology that we have in these in this office, we're able to accentuate that. If you have questions about all therapy. Uh, don't hesitate to call the office and definitely uh, Kelly would let their, all the consulta consultations are free and let her look at your face and let her uh, give you some advice on, on how to prevent some of the aging process. Uh, to it's help never too late. Yeah, never too late. Nor too early. God, it's never too late. Starting out, do not wash your face with your So thank you for watching. We appreciate you. Thank you. Thanks, guys, for listening to this episode of the podcast. Uh, please share the podcast with your friends. And if you haven't subscribed yet, please subscribe. Uh, we will see you guys next time.